It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Welcome into a new week. And I hope it's starting off well for you. It's not too not too bad outside. Humidity is low. The sun is behind some clouds, but it's not directly in my face. And uh, as you heard, there may be some storms later on tonight. That's all right, though. What's, what's August without some nice nighttime thunderstorms, right? I don't know about you, but... I, I like thunderstorms. I like laying in bed on a warm night, hearing that thunder rumble in the distance, the downpour comes down, and then hopefully things cool off and the humidity dies off after it. But anyway, just be aware of that in case you're going to be out and about later on tonight. But until then, it looks like we're going to have a beautiful day. And we can have a beautiful day here. That's why we use that as the intro here, because it's going to be a beautiful day no matter what the weather is. Because you and I get to be together, we get to talk about a lot of things, and I get to take your phone calls at 508-996-0500, as well as your app chat messages and your open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Uh, Do me a favor, if you want to win Nickelback tickets, we have five pairs of Nickelback tickets to give away for the show coming up on August 22nd at Xfinity Center in Mansfield. And all the details are online at WBSM.com or on the WBSM app if you want to try to win. But what we're asking is we are asking for you to leave us an open line voicemail. Yeah, because, you know, we we see all of your entries when we we have a, a, a contest, a ticket giveaway. I have everybody enter in all their information and then that all gets put into the computer and the random selector selects you. But we don't really get your personality out of that we don't really get to know you over that so what we're doing to give away these nickelback tickets is we want you to open up the wbsm app use the open line feature to record us a message where you're telling us what your name is where you listen from and what you like about wbsm really easy you know five ten seconds record that send it over and everybody who sends one over i'm going to take their name because it comes over in the app with your name and your phone number and your email and everything. We're going to take everybody's names. We're going to put it into that random selector. And then five lucky people will win Nickelback tickets. And it's Nickelback and Brantley Gilbert. The Get Rolling Tour. So again, all you have to do is open up the, the WBSM app. Use the open line feature to record some audio. And I have step-by-step instructions up at WBSM.com so that if you're not sure how to do it, you can just take a look at that. It's got some photos to show you exactly what to do. And enter in your message to us. Just, you know, hi, I'm Joe, and I listen every day in New Bedford. And what I like about WBSM is, and then whatever it might be. And everybody who does that is going to get entered to win. And I can tell you, that we'll, we'll do this from time to time. 
as a way to just, you know, hear from you, hear from some people that don't normally call in, hear some different voices that we can then, you know, incorporate into the show. We can play them here on the show. So again, if you're not sure how to do that, WBSM.com and the app has an article about the Nickelback tickets that will give you step-by-step instructions on how to leave that message for us on the open line voicemail feature. One thing that I can tell you is that, first of all, there we go, had to sneeze. One thing that I can tell you is that, you know, if you are a Nickelback fan, if you love their music, they're going to play all their hits. So you're going to have a, a great night of singing along. And you know people, there's all those people who, who laugh at Nickelback and, you know, make jokes about Nickelback. And that's unfair. I used to do that too, but that's unfair. We picked on them because they were kind of the end of that era of post-alternative rock. But they're, they're pretty, pretty damn good. And those songs are catchy and... Even so, your friend who mocks you for liking Nickelback, they're going to ask you for that extra ticket if you win. They're going to ask you to bring them with you. Uh, today, we're going to be joined in the eight o'clock hour by Jack Spillane. We'll be turning on the light as we do each and every Monday. And we will talk to him about his article regarding the at large race. We'll talk about that a little bit more. We will talk with him about what he thinks about the proposed changes for the New Bedford Police Department and whatever else uh, he is working on because Jack's always, you know, he, even though he works at New Bedford Light and he's aware of all of the work that they're doing, the in-depth investigative pieces that they're doing, he's also kind of his own cat, you know. He's doing his own thing and he's always got interesting things that he's working on and we'll get him to tell us if there's anything he can share with us. But I can tell you, the election, the New Bedford election, will be a big topic between now and November. So be prepared to call in with your questions and your comments, 508-996-0500, while we are discussing that. But this morning, I want to go back to something that happened on Friday. Now, this happened, first of all, I want to say thank you to the Lakeville Senior Center, who had me out there on Friday to talk with local residents, and it wasn't just seniors. It was a a diverse crowd, mostly seniors, but there was some younger folks in there as well. But they had me come out and talk about the Bridgewater Triangle, and we packed the place. We had a full house coming out to hear me talk about the Bridgewater Triangle because it's it's a popular topic. And what's funny is everywhere I go, I ask two, especially if I'm talking about the Triangle, I ask two questions. One, you know, who here has ever heard of Spooky South Coast before? And all these years later, almost 18 years later, we still only get two or three hands every time, but that's okay. And I'm, I wonder out of those two or three, how many of them are just trying to make me feel good? And then I'll say, who's heard of the Bridgewater Triangle? And I've watched over the years as the number of hands has, you know, slightly increased every single time. I asked that question in a room full of mostly seniors on Friday afternoon, and every hand in the room went up. So that's that's pretty interesting to me. But anyway, it was great talking with all of them. They were very warm, very welcoming. Had a really, really, really weird synchronicity happen that I want to tell you about, but I can't get too in-depth about it because it relates to a project that is in the works that can't be spoken about yet. 
But I was asked on Friday if I wanted to take part in an event at a certain place that would involve travel. And it's in November. And I said, yeah, absolutely. It sounds, sounds like fun. Now, I've never heard of this place before. Or if I have, I don't, it doesn't stand out in my mind as a place to have on my paranormal map. Went and did my lecture a couple hours after that. And then at the end of the lecture, I do a Q&A and people ask their questions. And then I'm packing up and I'm getting ready to leave. And as I'm about to walk out the door, someone stops me and says, have you ever been to, and then says the name of that place. And all the blood drained out of my face. Oh, why would you say that? <laughs> why would you ask me about that place? Out of every place in the world you could ask about, this place that's slightly obscure that I've never heard of. And at this point, maybe two or three hours after I was just asked to go there, you bring it up. And so I was talking to my friend who was putting it all together who said, yep, that's what happens with this place. So uh, when I can give you all the details of that, I will. But for right now... Sworn to secrecy. But also on Friday, while I was out doing that, I, didn't, I wasn't really on social media, so I caught up with this a little bit later on in the day. But a woman in Dartmouth posted to Facebook a lengthy post, a public post that has since been removed, since been taken down, but a lengthy post about an experience that she had walking around the Dartmouth Target store. She posted, and you can read all about this at WBSM.com and on the app. She posted at 11.40 a.m. Friday that she was in Target when she, quote, caught this older man looking at her from afar. She said he was staring at her and making her feel uncomfortable. She stated the man followed her into another aisle and then later was standing at the end, of an, at the end cap of another aisle, quote, waiting for her. I couldn't help but blurt out, can I help you, she wrote. He proceeded to tell me he was just looking around and started to walk away, or should I say lurk, slowly. The woman said she then went and got a store security guard who said that he would look into it. Uh, she wrote, as I was checking out, the security guard came over to me and thanked me for saying something, admitted that he's definitely a creep, and said that he told the guard he was, quote, looking for his daughter. If you can't find your child, wouldn't you contact customer service instead of following me? She said she went to her car and saw the suspicious man come outside, walk to the side of the building, smoke a cigarette, and go back into the store, which prompted her to write, thought your daughter was lost somewhere inside the store. After a few minutes, he went back inside the store, no carriage, no items, no bags, just going back in to make another round. She wrote that she called Dartmouth police who met her in the parking lot and were, quote, aware of the situation. She also noted that she had recently seen the film Sound of Freedom, which is about child sex trafficking, and she wrote, I'm shaking, especially after watching Sound of Freedom. This is fresh in my mind. It makes me sick that this can truly happen anywhere. Don't think it's never going to happen to you. Be aware of your surroundings at all times. Listen to your intuition. Don't be afraid to speak up and say something. You just never know. So this post was getting a lot of attention for this experience that this woman had with other people, especially other women, saying that they have had similar experiences while out shopping in stores. And I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that there are times when, when women or children feel uncomfortable in stores. Because, let's face it, there are people out there who are creeps who will stare at you while you're shopping. But the other part of this is 
these kind of posts can cause public panic. When I would say a lot of the time, I won't say a majority of the time because I don't know that to be a fact, but a lot of the time based on, and this comes from me calling police departments and checking in on these issues, calling stores and checking in on these issues for news stories. And a lot of times we check in on them and it, it never gets reported. The reason why this one got reported is because Dartmouth police posted about it on their own Facebook page. And, you know, I had reached out to Dartmouth police, detective Kyle Costa for more information on this. And it just so happens that he was writing this post. And when I'd reached out to him and then he just referred me to the post, but they said, you know, Dartmouth police wrote that they think the public has no cause for alarm they say that um, we received some inquiries today regarding a post that is currently making its way around social media. The post in question is associated with someone feeling uncomfortable about the way that a man was acting at a local retail store. Upon officers responding to the store, it was determined that the male in question did not commit any crime. Police wrote that though we take every suspicious person call seriously, simply being suspicious in Massachusetts is not a crime. They also said that while they respect everybody's First Amendment privilege to post and share such stories on social media, they, quote, do caution all about posting stories on the socials that are fraught with personal viewpoints and presumptions about what they think an individual is going to do, in particular those associated with abduction and human trafficking, as this does nothing more than generate potentially harmful rumors and cause unnecessary stress for others. Now, the police did go on to praise the woman for speaking up when she felt uncomfortable. But they also said that, you know, this is, this, this causes unnecessary fear, these rumors. And if I'm reading between the lines on this a little bit, I'm reading into it as the police are saying, you know, we commend her for speaking up. But then when we went there and looked into the situation and realized there was nothing to be upset about, we're a little bit disappointed that she then went and posted on social media anyway to get people worked up. Well, getting people worked up you know, might not have been her intention, but that's what happens. Now, I'm sorry to say, and I don't want to say that I didn't believe this woman and that she felt uncomfortable. The, the part about having just seen Sound of Freedom, though, kind of kind of stuck in my mind a little bit. Because obviously when you watch a film like that, you've, you've probably got that in your mind. And maybe that makes you a little bit hyper aware of what's going on. But also, the other part of it, and this is no slight on this woman because I don't know her, I don't, I don't know any of her posts, but she didn't have a lot of posts that were public on her Facebook page, but this one was. And I get it, a situation like that, you want to make it a public post. But it's also, you've got to understand that in the world of, you know, reporting on things like this, you have to look for certain red flags. And one of those red flags is this person's Facebook account is pretty much locked down except for this post. That's usually a red flag. Secondly, it mentions a movie that is right now dependent on viral marketing to get people in to see it. So 
I'm already thinking it's possible that this is just a copy and paste post because we've seen a lot of that in the past. It happened, I want to say, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, but I think it was last year where there were rumors of a, a mother who got stabbed in Mattapoisett and was hanging on for dear life, you know, in, in the ICU. And it was all about warning how these people were going around stabbing people and it had mug shots. And then the same posts showed up about Plymouth, about Fall River. And I, when I say the same post, I don't just mean these people were serial stabbers going around stabbing single moms in all these different towns. I mean, it was the exact same post. They just changed the name of the town. And it didn't take much digging to realize that this was a, a copy and paste post that was getting posted all around social media. And what happens is when they, when they make these posts, they put, something out this, they put something out like this that gets everybody sharing it around and commenting and boosting it up in the algorithm and has it on, you know, 150, 200 Facebook pages because of all the shares that it gets. And then they change the content of the post to be some sort of scammy ad. This happens all the time now. So these things are something that you have to be aware of when you're looking into something like this. I Google, I took the, the, the body of the post, put it into Google, put different phrases into Google to see if it popped up as a copy and paste from anywhere else. It did not do that. The other thing that, that stands out too, by the way, when you're sleuthing out some of this, is the fact that it started off with PSA and exclamation point emojis. You know, something like that is usually a sign that this is a copy and paste. But I didn't see anything to indicate that this was. So I have to take this woman at her word that she felt uncomfortable with a situation while in a local retail store. But this just shows that you, you have to be careful with this. But what do, you, what do you think about the way that the police approached it? That they're saying, hey, listen, we are happy that you, you said something. See something, say something. Yes, please do. And, and you reported it as it was happening, which helps us to be able to actively investigate it too. But don't go home and post about it on social media when we're looking into it. I mean, as I said, she has the First Amendment right to do so. She can do that. And I've had conversations. We did it right here on the air with Detective Kyle Costa about the First Amendment and the things that people post on Facebook in response to some of their posts. So that's her right to do so, but you have to look. What, what, what are you gaining from this? If she felt she was warning some folks that this was happening. Maybe she felt like the police didn't take it seriously enough. But the police are saying, but when you do that, you can cause panic. There was that story in Wareham last year or the year before where someone was posting on social media about how kids were getting abducted from the Target store there. And when they called the police, the police said, oh, yeah, we know about it. There's nothing that we can do. What? And police were very quick to put out a Facebook post themselves saying, this is not true. If kids were getting abducted, we would be doing something about it. So it shows you that you have to be aware, you have to be vigilant, and you have to go a little bit beyond just what you're reading in front of you on social media. But your thoughts on that, 508-996-0500. I got to take a break, though. We'll be back in a few moments. All right, I will be taking your phone calls in just a few moments at 508-996-0500 or hit us up on App Chat or Open Line on the WBSM app. Also, leave us those Open Line voicemails to try to win Nickelback tickets. But right now, let's go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. 
The director of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, that's FEMA, says Hawaii's wildfires are like a scene from an apocalyptic movie. Speaking on Maui, speaking from Maui on CBS's Face the Nation, FEMA director Deanne Criswell said one of the most shocking scenes was all of the abandoned cars that likely belonged to people who jumped into the water to escape the fire. She said that in many areas, buildings were completely destroyed or partially standing. A plane that crashed during an air show near Detroit was a Soviet-era fighter jet. The privately owned MIG-23 was participating in the Thunder Over Michigan air show, one of the largest in the nation. It wasn't until two minutes later when the police and all the boats off the lake all made their way over to the people who had parachuted out that we realized this is not a show. That was witness Lita Berry, who says that the two who ejected came down close to the building she was in. Video posted on social media shows two people apparently ejecting from the plane before it crashed into an apartment building outside of the town of of Ypsilanti, about 40 miles east of Detroit. Two pilots were transferred to a nearby medical facility where they are in stable condition. A reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution believes an indictment against former President Donald Trump could come as early as tomorrow. Tamar Hallerman says that two witnesses confirmed to the newspaper that they've been subpoenaed to testify before a grand jury on Tuesday. Trump is expected to be indicted on racketeering charges in connection with allegedly trying to overturn the 2020 presidential election results in Georgia. State Police Marine Patrol in New Hampshire are still looking into a hit-and-run boat crash on Lake Winnipesaukee. When officers arrived at the scene in Wolfboro on Saturday night, they saw a 50-foot Sea Ray boat had slammed into an unoccupied boat that was docked. The Sea Ray boat operator then left the scene in the vessel that was discovered in Tuftonboro yesterday. No injuries were reported. And the man who wrote the book and lyrics for one of the longest-running musicals in theater history, The Fantastics, has died. Scott Carr reports. Tom Jones, not the Welsh singer, died Friday at his Connecticut home at the age of 95. Jones and his longtime collaborator Harvey Schmidt opened the musical The Fantastics at the Sullivan Street Playhouse in Greenwich Village in 1960. would run for 42 years off-Broadway, featuring memorable songs, including Try to Remember. It's played throughout the U.S. and in at least 67 foreign countries. Notable actors who appeared in the off-Broadway and touring productions included Liza Minnelli, Elliot Gould, F. Murray Abram, and Glenn Close. I'm Scott Carr. In sports, the Boston Red Sox closed out their four-game series against the Detroit Tigers with a 6-3 win last night. The Sox had won three of their four games in the series against Detroit. They have a break today, but they'll be getting ready to begin another series against the Washington Nationals in D.C. on Tuesday at 7.05 p.m. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. Well, the humidity levels will be on the rise today. It's going to be breezy with a lot of clouds in the area, high near 82. As we head into the overnight, partly to mostly cloudy, we've got some scattered rain moving in. It will be heavy at times. Could see some late night thunderstorms, low of 66. And for tomorrow, we're going to kick the day off with heavy rain and thunderstorms moving through the area. Humid, windy, spot thunderstorms throughout the afternoon, high near 77. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WB. It is currently 66 degrees right now in New Bedford.
I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Starting the South Coast off right each morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's the Tim Weisberg Show. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Right here on WBSM. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in and have your voice be heard. You can also send us app chat messages via the WBSM app and those open line voicemails via the WBSM app if you want to enter to win tickets to see Nickelback. Again, we have uh, five pairs to give away to go see Nickelback this coming, when's the 22nd? A week from tomorrow at uh, Xfinity Center in Mansfield. It's Nickelback and uh, special guest Brantley Gilbert, the Get Rolling Tour. And all you have to do to win is go to the WBSM app, open it up, hit the open line button, and record a little message for us saying your name, where you're from, and what you like about listening to WBSM. It's that simple. Five seconds, ten seconds, doesn't have to be long. And then send that on over to us, and everybody who sends one in, we will put their contact info from the app into our random selector, and five lucky winners will be selected to get a pair of tickets to go see that show. And it's one of many shows that we have coming up that we'll be giving away tickets to. So if you don't win this one, stay tuned because we'll have other ones as well. Also, uh, I will address your attention to SeizeTheDeal.com because if you don't at least start every day at SeizeTheDeal.com, Maybe start every week over there and save yourself some money on some of your favorite places to go out to eat. This is something that we do as a way to help the restaurants in the area. You know, this this started before COVID, but really we kicked it into high gear because of the pandemic and the way that it um, the way that it would benefit these restaurants to bring in new people that they have never seen before. People who are saying, "Well, it's only half price. We're going to try it out." But uh, we've got some great deals coming up soon. $50 to Jillian Sports Pub for $25. bucks. 50 to Carmine's at Candleworks for $25. bucks. 50 to 110 Grill for $25. Bucks. So those are all coming up. But right now at SeizeTheDeal.com, you can get $50 in gift certificates to the Old Grist Mill in Seekonk for $25. Bucks. We still have some of those remaining, but not many. Get on that deal. And, uh, of course, you can see the picture of the lobster roll for two that they do over there 
Oh, man. What a, what a sandwich that looks like. Uh, also, you can get $30 in gift certificates to Sorbet Frozen Treats for $15, $20 to Duke's Bakery and Cafe for $10, and $50 to Festiva Buffet in Fairhaven for $25. So get some of those deals now. Get, get yourself some of those deals that are already up there and get yourself ready to get some of those deals that will be coming up later on this week. SeizeTheDeal.com. That's the place to go each and every day to check it out. All right, so I was talking about this story in Dartmouth, out of Dartmouth, where a woman had an encounter in Target where she felt like a man was staring at her and following her through the store, so she reported it to the store security guard. Now, again, I don't want to not believe someone who is reporting a situation like this, but you have to understand that in my job as a person who brings you this information, I have to try to vet that information the best that I can. And I have to kind of look for some of those red flags to say, wait a minute, this doesn't sit right to me. And one of the things that didn't sit right with me was I've never gone into a Target store and seen a store security guard. So this woman says she went and told the security guard about this man following her around. The security guard said, you're right, he's a creep. And that seemed odd because I don't think a security guard should should say that. And, and secondly, I've never seen a security guard posted in a Target store. So I asked around to some friends that shop at, at Target stores. And, uh, and one of them brought it up to me and said, well, it might be because they added the Ulta Beauty into there. The Elta Beauty is a store with a lot of small makeup items that cost, you know, in excess of $100 that could easily be pocketed. So it's probably a security guard associated with the Ulta store. And she did mention that she went over to near Ulta to get the security guard. So I was like, okay, that kind of explains that. I haven't been in the Dartmouth Target since they added that in. I don't really go in Target all that often. I know that sounds weird because people love to shop at Target. I just don't go there that often. Most of the things that I want there, I can find at at Walmart. And I drive by this Walmart every day on my way to the highway, (laughs) drive by another Walmart. So I usually just go there instead, instead of going to Target. I use the Walmart pharmacy. But I suppose... Well, part of the reason I don't go to Target is because none of the clothes there fit me. Maybe I'm getting to the point where some of them will. But the the security guard issue, at least in my mind, is, okay, that's, that's plausible now. But the other thing, too, about this is a lot of times when you see... I go back to the story, and I've mentioned this before on the air. In the late 90s, when... The Wareham Target was on the other side of town where they originally had built it next to the stop and shop. I used to go there a lot. At the time, I was dating my ex-wife and she worked in Bourne and I worked in Wareham and she would get out late a couple hours after I would get out every night and we would go meet in the Wareham, in the Walmart parking lot. We'd just hang out for a little while until we went home or we might go into Friendly's and hang out or we might go shopping in Walmart, whatever it might be. So we went there a lot. It was, our, it was kind of our meetup place. 
we would go in there. I'd grab a couple of wrestling magazines. We'd go over to Friendly's and hang out with our friends that worked there. But we were there a lot. And there were two guys that were constantly following people around the stores. Around the store. Two very creepy looking guys. Like they looked like... Not to profile anybody, but that their photo should have been hanging up at a post office somewhere. And they would like hide behind the racks of clothes and watch people. And I complained to the store management about these two creepy guys and eventually found out that they were actually undercover detectives for theft prevent for loss prevention. They were the store detectives. They were the, they were basically watching to see if anybody stole anything, but they were not very inconspicuous. So sometimes when something like this happens, that, that could be who is watching you. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How are you? So this happened to my 19-year-old daughter last year at Target um, in the, I think it was Target, the, the Wayham Crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter and her boyfriend were walking around in the store, um, and some woman in her 30s went over to my daughter and said, this guy's following you around, videotaping you. So my daughter's boyfriend approached him, grabbed the guy's phone from him, and there was videos of them, the two of them, my daughter and her boyfriend, walking through the store, and he was following her, videotaping the backside of her throughout the entire store. They deleted the videos, and by the time they deleted the videos, that other woman, that 30-year-old woman, had called the police. The police showed up. And they went through his phone, and they, they had told her there was videos all through the phone of of this guy following people. And um, I don't know what happened after that, but they made some sort of a police report. So, Sure, and, and I'm not saying that this kind of stuff doesn't happen. I mean, so they were able to find other videos, so even though they might have deleted, oh, yeah. even though they deleted the ones about her, they, they had evidence that he had been doing yeah. it. Her, her boyfriend uh, deleted the videos that were of her and... and and by the time he got through that, the, the police had already been there. They were already there. And um, they said, yeah, this, this, this guy is up to no good. And he's a young guy. And it's like, I think he was, you know, in his 20s. But she was shook about it. She was like, that's creepy as hell. Well, and also, you know, kudos to her boyfriend for not, uh, you know, <laughs> not just whipping his ass in the store there. No, no, he just he got he got him in the hallway on the way out. The kid, the kid tried to get out the door. He got him in the hallway and uh, got the phone off of him, and he made him unlock the phone. But, so, and so, do you do you know what happened? Did he ended up did he end up facing prosecution for it? I have no idea. I don't know what happened. I know my daughter's boyfriend is uh, whatever. He's 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 got an official job, so he knew a bunch of people that showed up. Sure, and uh, they. You know, they confirmed with him. They were like, yep, this guy's been doing this pretty often because it was all in his phone. So they took his, all the kids' information, and I don't know what happened after that. Well, I just, I just, because I wonder, you know, what is the, what is the illegality of that? Because you can film people in public. You can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even he said that. He, he even made that comment to me. He said, you know, I'm not really supposed to have done that, but there was no way I was letting it go. Yeah. No, fair, so, fair. I mean, I'm sure we would all kind of react the same way. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I probably better him than me because I don't know that I would have been that uh, 
forgiving. I don't know. Right. I don't think I have that sense of humor. All right. Well, so. thank you for the call and for sharing. Bye. Have a good day. And, uh, yeah, if you've had similar experiences, we'll take your phone calls. Coming up uh, just after the 7 o'clock news also, we're going to be joined by Manny Rosendi. He's the money man. We're going to be talking about money. We're going to have a new segment that we'll do here once a month called Money Monday, where we will talk about your money and how to make it work for you. So that's coming up at 7 o'clock. But right now we have time for more of your phone calls. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. And, you know, you're probably still in the midst of all of your summer celebration season. You know, every weekend there's something going on, right? Every weekend it's some sort of birthday or anniversary or all kinds of different stuff. I've got two things to go to next weekend. And when you have all of this stuff going on, you want to show up with something that will make you stand out as, oh, that's the person that brings the best thing to every party. And if you want to be that person, it's as easy as going to Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop in New Bedford. They have got your back, whether it be a birthday party, an anniversary party, or simply having friends and family over for a cookout. The folks at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shops in New Bedford, they've got your back. Pick up some fresh Portuguese pops and Portuguese bread and European pastries for your next get-together. But maybe you want to you know, bring the main course. They've got sandwiches that will make any crowd happy including their scrumptious casserole sandwiches, tuna sandwiches, linguiça and cheese rolls, and every other sandwich you can imagine. And if you haven't tried Sunrise Bakery's rice pudding yet, make sure you bring some of that. That will definitely make you the hit of the party. And uh, you can also get some of their great stuff f- baked fresh every day. Their famous pastries, their muffins, their donuts, again, all made fresh daily. Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, they are ready to help you with your celebration or ready to help you just celebrate any day. At 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford, it is a sensational continental feel. That's Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop. Uh, why don't we take our final break of the hour and we'll be back in just a few moments. Jim. We're waking you up this morning. We, we want to make sure that you're nice and awake because we're going to be talking about something very important on the other side of the news. In uh, just about a minute, we'll be going into the newsroom. And on the other side of that, we're going to be talking with Manny Resendiz. The money man is here himself. And uh, we're going to be talking about your money. We're going to be talking about retirement. We're going to be talking about things. As, as I said to him, you know, people think that they know everything until the, they realize that they don't know anything. So we're going to talk about that and we're going to get you prepared uh, if you are getting ready for retirement. We're going to, as, as Manny was just telling me, it's not only getting you retired, it's keeping you retired. And that's that's the key thing is not just starting, it's it's staying. That's exactly it. You only get one chance to retire. So the last thing you want to do is try to do it twice. So if you can do it right the first time, 
that's a win for everybody. And we'll make sure that you can when we come back after the news. We'll also take your phone calls at 508-996-0500. We'll also take your app chat messages and voicemails on the WBSM app. We are getting some entries in for our Nickelback contest. So if you haven't yet entered, go to WBSM.com. We have all the instructions there on how to send an open line voicemail if you've never done it before. And even if you don't want to enter into the contest, it at least will show you how to do it so that if you want to contribute to the program that way, you can. But we are looking for you if you want to enter to win those tickets to leave us a voicemail message. Tell